This is the Wildernet Podcast for Saturday, August 17th, 2013, Episode 7. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Wildernet Podcast. This is the Wildernet Podcast, where we rediscover nature in a digital age. I'm Shane. Hey everybody, I'm Eric. Welcome back. It's been a little while. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of thinking we almost might start making this bi-weekly rather than weekly. I didn't, this is actually the first I brought that up, but it seems to almost work a little better for us. Yeah, thanks for keeping me in the loop. <laughs> you know, um... If we start getting a little more uh, participation in the show, we might do it more regularly, but there's only so many activities we can even really talk about. Oh, the list is endless. I don't know what you're talking about. But. <laughs> I think I keep trying to convince you of that, but anyway. Uh, so it's it's a beautiful, uh, what is it now, afternoon or almost evening in southeastern Wisconsin. I don't even know. What is it? 70s, 80s today? It's a little hotter today, but it's been a little fall-like, which has given me an itch to go bow hunting. I'm pretty jacked for that, but at least maybe the bugs will start to die. That's pretty exciting also. <laughs> you just really don't like your bugs, do you? No. Not not one bit. Not at all. Um, but hey, so I just got back in from a run. It's been a while. It's been, it's been quite a while. I took a little bit of a hiatus from running for a little while. I think we both actually went running today. Uh, 3.75 miles. My 3. calves are killing me, man. Nice work, man. Yeah. No force gump like you, but, you know. Well, I, I got to say, I, I really don't know if I can take that credit. I, sure, I've lo- I've run long distances, but I I'm I don't even know if I can call myself a runner, really. You know, I don't do a lot of races or anything. I don't know what you call yourself when you when you run like the wind. You know where you go when you've gone the extra mile, Shane? That's what I want to know because you go all the extra miles. Five About five miles today, but that was without tracking it or anything. Oh, yeah, no big deal. Dying no big, after no, 3.75. No big deal. All right. So, um, so wait, uh, before you say anything. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, uh, hold on. I just want to do this real quick. The activity of the week. So our activity of the week this week is mountain biking, or if you abbreviate BMT, dad biking. And uh, what do you what do you think? Do we want to go ahead and introduce our guest right away here? Let's do it. We'll get to our we'll get to our uh, you know our articles and stuff like that. But let's bring him on board. All right. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Leifberg Liebig. Burge Burge Liebig. Was that correct? That was <laughs> correct. Okay. There you go. There he is. Hey, Welcome Leif. to the show, Leaf. Thanks for being a guest today. Yeah, no problem, man. So, yeah, we, you know, uh, Eric uh, Eric knows you. That's how you were able to get on the show here. Um, and we really appreciate that you were able to make it on today. Um, and so you're you're real big into mountain biking, right? Yeah, um, I've been mountain biking ever since I was six years old. So pretty much ever since I've been on two wheels. And wow. I've been racing competitive, competitively for, I would say, 11, or going on 11 years now. So, Wow. That's yeah, awesome. It's been pretty fun. <laughs> so now I complain about my calves hurting. You're like, you're such a wuss, right? I'm sure you, <laughs> your calves are probably pretty big. And <laughs> 11 years of competitive biking. Tell us about um, how you got into biking. Uh, I know it's your passion. I know that much. But 
you also work at a bike shop too, right? So you're you're doing everything bikes. Yeah, um, I've been. Uh, I just pretty much got into it because my my dad was when he was about fifteen. He kind of got into road racing, and then I ever since him and my mom met, and they kind of started getting into it together. And then my dad kind of started doing mountain biking more, and then that's right when I was born. And then after that, I've just been riding my bike ever since, and just kind of grown grown into the cycling community. So great. I don't I don't really know anything else otherwise. So. Well, yeah, that's that's a lot more. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I, I think I mountain biked. You know, I can probably count on one hand, honestly. But got to start doing it more. Last summer, Eric and I went to the John Muir Trail. Uh, were you just there that one time last year? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we went. Um, wasn't for any, a, a lengthy period of time or anything. But we, you know, that was it was real fun. Um, yeah. Those trails are pretty good. They've been, they've been doing a little work every year to them. They keep getting better. So now, how do you classify better uh, compared? Like, what would make a, a bike trail, like a mountain bike trail, that is uh, a, a good quality trail for someone like you that's competitive? <laughs> um, it depends what what I'm kind of looking for. If it's in terms of just trying to get back into like mountain biking, because Sadly, this is I've only been on my mountain bike a handful of times this year because the road season's been taking most of the time up, and um, I've really those trails are really good to get back once for people that haven't been on their mountain bikes for a while for say like during the winter's time, and getting back into on the trails trying to get your ride, riding skills back those are always real good because they're not super technical but they do have a few parts like on the blue loop or on the connector to the Emma Carla trails across the street. Those are always really good too, um, so and those are actually really like kept really well in terms of like just debris, like trees staying out of the way. So uh, they're always taking good care of those trails. So that's what I mean by the maintenance, that. the maintaining of the trails, making sure they're yeah. rideable and safe. All right. Yeah. So, Leaf, um, what is your bike of choice? <laughs> uh, in terms of brand, or yeah, or and or model. Um, well, my current mountain bike, I have a Trek 9.9 Elite Hardtail, which they actually stopped making because 29er wheels have been taking off in the industry so much, hmm. and I have 26-inch, but um, I would definitely have to say there's Trek, Scott, and, and Specialized. Those are probably the top three mountain bike brands out there. Okay. So what what exactly is the big difference between a 29 and 26-inch other than uh, uh, the obvious, um, the, would be the advantage the, of one over the other. Yeah, with the twenty-six inch, you still have the ability with maneuverability, being able to flip the bike around and around obstacles. Where twenty-nine is more about putting power down and put pedaling efficiency because you can roll over stuff a lot easier. Okay. So, so in terms of if it's a real technical trail, you're looking more towards the twenty-six. If it's real, it's technical but or bumpy uh, wise, but not super tight. You want to go a twenty nine inch. See, I think I would. I want to just run everything over, man. I think the twenty nine would be great. I'm not a tall guy too, so I don't know if that matters or, or not. That's actually that's really just a common myth. Size doesn't really matter. So. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, that's what your mom said too last night. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah. Those are clean take, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, so let's see. Do uh, any other specific types of equipment that you specific equipment that you use along with your bike while you're uh, out there? Well, the number one thing is always safety. So helmet wise, that's always important. Like it doesn't matter how much you spend on a helmet, as long as you buy it, even from Walmart, they also pass the same safety standards. So. But, like, if you go to where I work, Emory Cycle and Fitness in Miami Falls, um, I definitely recommend just coming in. Like, it will do a fitting for you for your helmet because that's always the most important thing is keeping your head safe and making sure you don't get any too many concussions or anything of the sort. Yeah, that's great. And then um, clipless pedals. I don't know if anyone knows what those are, but you actually lock into the pedals. But all you need to do is twist your foot out and you just, unclip they're really they're definitely more efficient and once you get past the fact that you can't click out when you just or get your foot off of the pedal right away that's definitely uh, a benefit towards any kind of cycling whether it's road or mountain how does one get past that i i don't know man i (laughs) your first time you fall over you'll you'll learn real quick (laughs) (laughs) get me off this thing get my feet out of here yeah, that always I, I see that being a very common trend when I go and I see people with really nice bikes. It seems that anyone that takes a, it seriously on some level has those type of uh, pedals, these clip-ins, clip-in pedals. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think yeah. I'm actually familiar with them, but because you're getting your pull as you're as you're you know pulling up with the other leg, you're still getting some out of that, right? Instead of yeah, so you have you like, pretty much have your whole the whole circle that you're pedaling. You have that whole time you can put power in minus your dead spots so which is like the not which is 12 o'clock and six o'clock those are your dead spots when you can't really put power down right now coming back up what that must work out a different part of your leg right sorry what like a different muscle group is that you get like notice if uh, when you first switch it did your legs feel a little sore or anything um no you don't really notice anything you just it's actually it's more efficient just because you're your foot's not moving back and forth on, like, say, a normal platform pedal that you get at any normal bike. So it's definitely, it's just, you'll notice you'll get more power down. You'll feel actually safer as well. After Ooh, you get past the actually, hole. Yeah. Yeah, you can actually, like, control the bike better itself with the pedals. Because you can pick the bike, the rear wheel up when you need to if you want. It's a lot easier compared to if you got a bunny hop, like on a BMX bike. Like, that, that takes a lot more skill. So, so it takes the skill that skill factor out and makes it easier and safer to control your bike on technical terrain. Okay, that's awesome. How, I guess um, going back to the trail stuff because for me uh, the John Murr trails are a bit of a hike. I, I think they're worth it. But uh, what, what's your favorite trail and how far? I mean, how far do you typically go to get on some good trails? Um. Well, actually, I have some trails not too about two miles away from me, so it only takes about uh, like ten a ten minute bike ride at most to get there. Right on uh, Cap or not Capital uh, Highway Hundred and Hanson, there's a trailhead right there, and it goes along the Oak Leaf Trail and it goes to Hoyt Park, which is in Tosa, and then they actually have a mountain bike trail there as well, it's like probably a couple miles long. But I would have to say my favorite trails are in Blue Mountains, Wisconsin. Uh, right out to 20 minutes west of uh, Madison, and I haven't been there in, in a while, but those are some of the most technical trails in Wisconsin, possibly the Midwest. Wow. Uh, 
Very cool. So you'd have to be pretty skilled to, to be out there. You're not just going out there on a whim. and, and... Uh, Well, you anyone can go out there. Like you can go walk some of the more technical stuff, but it's definitely a bike. You definitely need to keep your your cockiness to a certain level. Just don't try and get too big. <laughs> yeah. So, so you said you've been biking since you were six, right? Um, yeah. Do you, are you pretty much doing it every single day? Um. Well, I, when I was little and like younger, I really I wasn't too serious about cycling. I would just do it more for fun. And it, right now, it's still fun. But I'm definitely competitive, and I actually train. Train. I have a training schedule, all that kind of stuff that I follow. And it's definitely um, like right now is my off season. So the whole month of August is my off season. So I'm just having fun riding when I want to. I don't. I'm not riding every day. But for an example, last last uh, two years ago, I got seventh over uh, closer to eight thousand miles in for the year. So and I was riding almost every day. Holy cow! For and I actually, I like probably had in a total of forty five days off off the bike for the year. So that's pretty. That's, that's pretty awesome. That's a lot of miles. <laughs> I mean, I say that looking in, but you're probably like, man, forget it. You get on a bike for 8,000 miles. Wow. wow. Some people don't drive that far. Oh, yeah. It's, um, yeah, that's it's a couple definitely... oil changes for me, man. Yeah, I've had quite a few, too, it feels like. So. <laughs> but, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely worth it, even just for your, your normal cyclist enthusiast, just getting out there, having some fun. It's definitely just... Trails-wise, you got the John Muir trails. You got some stuff like New Fane that's more north. You got some, like, just real not-so-technical trails as well for just beginners. So, And there, all you have to do is go to, like, um, the DNR website, and they have trails listed, or Metro Milwaukee Bikers. Uh, that's another website. They have trails listed, and they have some uh, races going on, too, once in a while for fun. At actually... Uh, the, it's now called the Rock. It's on 76 and Rawson. So there's actually a mountain bike racing going on tomorrow too. If you guys are interested, I will <laughs> not be there though. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. But, but yeah, it's definitely definitely something that more, I wish more people would get into just to keep their health up. So oh yeah, fun fact. absolutely. And um, you know, is kind of a big selling point. Uh, and and I don't know, maybe you can say whether or not this is true or not, um, but kind of a selling point I've always heard for cycling versus, say, or something like running is just better on your joints. Is that is that still the case with mountain biking, would you say? What, what are you, um, like, are you saying that running is, like, bad for your joints? Well, actually, or? <laughs> some people say it's just harder on your joints as compared to something like like being on a bike. Do you find that well, to be true? In a way, I think the, my my coach is. I was talking to him earlier this year about it because I've been wanting. Because there's a, I don't know if you guys know what cyclocross is, but it's a mixture of running with your bike and you're that, still yeah. racing on your bike. And actually, I think I showed you in, in class once, but um, that's definitely a, kind of not true because if you think about it, if you run for a while, your body adapts, mm-hmm. and apparently they've been testing it. There are people that run consistently 
their cartilage in their knees are actually thicker than your average person. Yeah, so, I've I've heard that as well. And oh, it's really, I think, for injured knee injuries wise or ankle ACLs, any any kind of leg injuries, cycling is definitely a great way to get to help boost your strength without putting too much pressure on your joints. Mm-hmm. So, so if we're gonna keep running like we've been running, Shane, we gotta get on a bike every now and again too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. See, see if I can do that. <laughs> I, f- I think I just need a a better bike, honestly. You need a better bike. I've seen your bike. <laughs> hey, your bike has seen better days. It's it's like yeah. I don't even know of a good example. Have you seen Jumanji? That last Rhino at the end, it's just like hawking it, and it's just like can't make it. That's your bike. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. no offense. Or oh yeah, no none taken. It, yeah, it's when I was a kid or something. Anyway. Uh, so, so Leaf, do you have any other advice for people that are either getting just not starting out or want to get into biking or, you know, um, you know, totally new to it or, or trying to get back into it? Any particular advice that you might have for them? Um, the most thing is like, if people are just getting into cycling just to have fun with it and not be competitive at all, just go out there, have fun, explore new places. It's definitely... If you're riding the same place every day, it it does get very boring very quick. Right. Um, and then other and then fitting wise for newer riders, that's always really important because if you're not comfortable on a bike, it's just it's not going to be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, people that are looking to get into racing that have been riding like for at least a few couple of years, I would definitely check out uh, for Wisconsin. There's wicycling.org, which is a Wisconsin Cycling Association, and it's they have road and cyclocross racing. And then for mountain biking, there's uh, Wisconsin Off-Road Series, or WORS, W-O-R-S dot org. And that has a list. There's 12, 12 mountain bike races a year in Wisconsin. It's the biggest series in the Midwest for mountain biking. And it's definitely, they have all the your beginner levels or even citizen uh Races for kids at the age of like five, five to ten, and then they have like for kids that are a little more talented or a little more gifted, they have um, more adult races too for younger kids, and they have they have a whole bunch of different categories for any level of rider. And there's national riders all the way down to your weekend warrior. So. Great. That's awesome, awesome, man. Thank you. Other than yeah. then you said like the DNR, if you're just looking into general recreating or finding some cool places, you said if the scenery gets you know, old, you can get yeah. bored. Maybe that's why you biked 8,000 miles to find new scenery. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> nice. Got to ride, ride somewhere, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> well, uh, Leaf, we really appreciate you being on the show here. Um, are you? Uh, do you need to get going, or did you want to hang out with the rest of the show, or...? Um, actually, I do have to get going. I gotta go. I gotta go ride actually right now. Oh, so, okay, awesome, well, excellent. Yeah. All right, there you uh, go, man. Dedicated. Yeah, no, no problem. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Leaf. Really. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll All see right. you around. All, All right. right. Bye bye. Take it easy, guys. All right, you bye. too. Bye. All right. Fantastic. That was great. That was really guest. great. He had a lot of. He had a lot of. Uh, he has a wealth of knowledge there. What an encyclopedia of biking honestly yeah so hey you had uh you had a couple links here uh i don't know if you still wanted to go over those or not or or if we're pretty much set 
I think I think Leaf did a great job covering the John Murr trails. I don't want to go through those um, just because he did a great job with that. I don't know that I need to even touch base on that. I but agree. The, I think you have a nice little thing you like to play for the next thing we're looking at. Nice little I wanna, thing. I want to hear it. Okay, here it comes. Word in the woods. Oh, yeah. So the word in the woods this week, um, I'm going to pretty much pass this right to you, Eric, because you so graciously looked up the articles this week. So uh, why don't you get us started? Yeah, I want to actually kind of put this out there. Um, I haven't done much research on it other than finding this article, so I'm not aware of anything like this going on in Wisconsin, but apparently um, this talks about Colorado, California, and Oregon being some of the places that are getting bigger into this, and the article is actually... from news.mpr.org and it's ski resorts find ways to stay busy when there's no snow well considering our episode you could take a guess at what they're doing in the summertime they have a lot of trails a lot of the ski cross-country ski trails and things like that are being opened up for mountain biking in the summertime which i think is awesome so if anyone of our listeners know about this share that with us on our facebook page or twitter um i don't know where else are we shane that they could share that with us well, actually, real quick, let me just quick correct. Did you, I think it's actually news.wpr.org is what I'm seeing. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. It is It is NPR also, but <laughs> just want to make sure we got that correct. So, no, any, sorry, you. what was your question again? <laughs> I just want to make sure that, you know, if um, anyone knows about this in any other states, um, especially Wisconsin, uh, just so not out there, if you can share your knowledge about if uh, you know any ski resorts that are opening up their trails for biking in the summer, I think that'd be a really cool thing. So we pretty much have our three sources, right? We have our Facebook page, facebook.com slash wildernetpodcast, our email address, uh, wildernetpodcast at gmail.com, and our Twitter, which is at wildernetcast. Cool. Thank you. Thank That's you for that. That's how you get a hold of us. The other one um, is relative to Wisconsin specifically, and it comes from, and we've mentioned them before on the show, WisconsinOutdoorFun.com. Mm-hmm. And the article that they have titled is Bicycling and Beer Event Draws Visitors from the Midwest to the Area's Craft Beer Industry. Um, I don't know, Shane, do you have this open? I do have it open right now at this you very moment. find something out of there to, to pick and read? I, I mean, there's a <laughs> lot going on here about biking and beer. So it's, I guess I can start reading the beginning here. Nothing tastes better to some athletes after a long, hard workout then a frothy cold beer, and dozens of bicyclists from across the Midwest intend to earn their beers today with a 100-plus-mile trek to breweries across uh, central Wisconsin. Uh, Yeah, it sounds really interesting. Do you want me to keep going here? (laughs) Yeah, there's a quote here. uh, Quote, you hear people talking about riding 100 miles on a bike, and you think they're crazy, said Greenwood, 44, but it's a blast. So... You're you're basically going on a, a a track on your bike to different breweries in the Midwest. So there's, I'm trying to find. There's got to be a website for this that kind of lays out the route or something. It seems like it would be a ton of fun. I mean, obviously you're probably not going to be able to consume too much alcohol and beer because you got to still be responsible and you can't really tell yourself about too much. But nothing goes better in Wisconsin with anything else than beer does. So yeah. And, you know, I've heard, I, I don't know how true this is, but I have heard that a beer is one of the best things you can have after a run. 
Have you heard I've that heard before? That too. Yeah, yeah, the carbonation and uh, I think a little protein and just the thirst quenching uh, properties of a cold beer after a run apparently is not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. I've heard that too, though. Yeah, I've read a couple articles in Men's Health about it. Oh, okay. A big men's health guy, huh? Big big men's health guy. <laughs> okay, well, um, anything else in particular you want to go over about that? No, and again, if anyone else has information on this stuff, please, please share. This is what this is all about up in the wilderness. Drinking. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> wait. Biking <laughs> drinking. There's also the cycle tavern that's in Milwaukee where you pedal and you are oh, on a yeah. bike bar, uh, which is pretty... Pretty you, cool. I've heard of people doing it. I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I haven't yet. either. I just heard something about that they got their some license or there was some law where they had to stop now before you like you couldn't drink while it was moving because of some dumb law. Who, you how that? do you like to be the lawmaker for that? Uh, I I think I they were trying to challenge it last I heard. Maybe it's already been overturned, but Yeah, yeah. so it's okay, it's like you can be in a, a limo or on a bus and drink. What <laughs> Why wouldn't they allow this? But anyway. Well, I don't know. I don't know. There's a the fun police. That's that's why. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I was also going to say, um, you know, I, I this was a couple episodes back. We were talking about cute bunnies and smelly cows. But I did get a chance to go to State Fair, uh, the Wisconsin State Fair, a couple times. And that was a lot of fun, as always. Did you um, see any... You know, I yes, I saw I saw some smelly cows the first time I went, and some cute bunnies the second time I went because the, the first floppier time, kind. Yeah, there was a, all sorts of cute bunnies. You know, did you, did you take any pictures? I did, and I keep meaning to post those. But um, yeah, the first time I went, the cute bunnies were not around. They had a closed off. I was very sad. Man, that's right. And they moved the milk barn that's there. They moved it, so I totally didn't get it the first time. I. I thought it was gone completely. The flavored milk. Have you had that there, Eric? Nah, you mentioned it. I don't. I don't know. I, really I don't good. go to State Fair too it's much. Quarter, I, I went last year. It's a it quarter fun. a cup. It's amazing. I like Harvest Fest. It goes on on the State Fairgrounds, but it's I think late September, early October, and it's just a real good down to earth uh, live music and a lot of Oktoberfest beers and wines. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Oktoberfest wines, but. Very, very. That's my weather. That's the weather I like. I think a lot of people can agree that fall in Wisconsin is pretty awesome. Hmm. I was gonna say, yeah. I was actually gonna say it's. They kind of do that perfectly with the milk because you get a beer for like you know five fifty or whatever it is, and then you can pick up two milks right away with your change. So sounds awesome. And then beer, I did beer and I milk. What a great combination. <laughs> well, what a. <laughs> Yeah, great. No combination there. You can go ahead and you can get deep fried Twinkies and chocolate covered bacon and all that other stuff there, but Pork chop that draws a stick. line. Yeah. <laughs> I did get my cream puff. We're also very famous for our cream puffs there. Although I heard something about, I think the cream was from Illinois this year, which is like people were That's, freaking out about is that. Is that illegal? I mean, can we even, <laughs> like, what the heck? For people that don't know, there's a big Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears rivalry, and I think it's more of a you know, joking type thing. It's a but friendly rivalry. It's we, a friendly. People like is. to hate the Bears, and they like to hate us. That's okay. You know, we get along. But you know, but I did have, I did try it. It tasted exactly the same to me this year. Uh, but they're very good. Anyway, should we uh, move right along here then? Yeah, paddle us forward, my friend. Moving right along. Moving right along. Um, you know, I don't know if I'm 
Yeah, eh, we don't have anything to sound off. Eh. Mm. <laughs> yeah, eh, seems like a nice guy. Let's see bed. Come on, come on, listeners. Yeah, I, well, you know, they're busy too. Everybody's busy. But, but, oh, hey. Summer's, summer's a good kind of busy, though. It's not like, it's a fun kind of busy. It You're is always very... doing something cool and yeah, fun, I'm... exciting, usually. So, you know, maybe this will maybe this will pick up more when it gets a little chillier out. We'll see. But hey, if you do want to contact us once again, I, I guess I already said these, but why not once more? Wildernetpodcast at gmail.com, Facebook.com slash wildernetpodcast, and at on Twitter at wildernetcast. <clears throat> Okie doke. Wow, are we already nearing the end here? I think we are. Uh Eric? Eric, Eric, you there, Eric? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> um, as is tradition, uh, where can people, where can our dedicated listeners, all three of them, find you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, you know, I've actually been a little bit more active with it late, lately. And uh, today I bought my special park permit pass to hunt a state park in uh, Prairie du Chien. That was exciting. Anywho, uh, where to hunt Wisconsin, and the Facebook page is going to be the hub for that. More to come soon. It's a work in progress, but facebook.com slash where to hunt Wisconsin. And if you check us out, you're going to find some fun little facts that we posted recently. So take a look. You might find something really useful to get yourself onto some new land. Yeah. Indeed. And my Facebook page is facebook.com slash shave mad ox. And, uh, yeah. Move yes, I'd never to... actually want to shave a mad ox. No, you, didn't, you don't. That's not uh, one of your lifelong desires or anything like that. No. Ah, nope, nope. Okay, I... well, hey. The moment of reflection. Hey, so uh, moment of reflection here. I uh, just want to get in the mood here. A little bit of a atmospheric effect. I'm not in the same building right now. <laughs> I wonder if I feel like you're dimming the lights over there. You know, if uh, if you don't want to hike, get out on a bike. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, it's like hiking, but a little faster, you know, a little more adrenaline into your hike. You just get on a bike. Get on a bike. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I'm going to talk. I don't, as I said, I don't really do it very often, but this is this is going to give me more of an excuse to do it more, I think. I'm not going to uh, be like Leaf. I'm not going to start doing, you know, races and competitive stuff. Yeah, that would take that would take I'm kind of interested, but I don't have the time. <laughs> um I just like to get out on the bike. I like to be adventurous and to f- I I'm glad he talked Bicycle. about trails. It's that's exciting for me. I'm going to probably look into that. I will look into that. Yeah. You got to yeah, get a bike. We should uh yeah, well, you know, you, a new used bike. I mean, you could even, you know, Craigslist. Yeah, costs like money and stuff. Maybe it's, if we had, o- it's like, only money. If we had some sponsors, maybe I could afford it or something. You want to sponsor us? Let us know. <laughs> so then you can buy bike. Shane a new bike. <laughs> it was it was pretty squeaky last time I was on it. Maybe I just need some WD forty or something on there. Yeah, I remember that. I remember looking back at you. I was worried a lot. <laughs> We should you think we can do that again still this summer? We have some time still? Yeah, heck yeah. Okay. All you gotta do is say the word. We'll go tomorrow. I don't care. Say the word. Alright. Well, hey. Ah, I think that's about wraps it up once again. Episode 7. Yeah. Booyah. 
All right. Well, it's your lucky number. Listen. <laughs> Thanks again, everyone, for listening. And until next time, take care. Get outside. Everything's better on a bike. Yeah, could be. By the way, I wanted to apologize for the audio, audio quality last week. Uh, got a new microphone. And, uh, you know, it was so... says such great quality that all the music sounded terrible compared to uh, our voice. No, that's not really it. It was something else, but... <laughs> anyway, goodbye, everyone. <laughs>